Welcome to the Positive Sports Podcast. I'll be your host this afternoon, Ed Montana, alongside me today from the virtual world. Well, I guess he's in the real world too, but to me, he's virtual. My brother, Alex. Alex, how you doing? What's up, man? Just, uh, you know, just here, I guess. <laughs> right? Isn't that what we I'm living with? a boring life, man. What can I say? Yeah, but I saw some of that. I saw, I saw your Twitter. You're eating some pizza. And I saw some wings and some Shit. chicken parm sandwiches. It looked like you were living the dream. Yeah, so you know, our uh, our favorite pizza spot was closed on Saturday due to the uh, corona, and um, and I didn't know because I I called to place an order, and you know they had the whole message on the on the answer machine saying it was closed, it was going to reopen Monday, so. The whole, hold on. Why was it closed? Due, due to the spike in, in Corona. Oh, so they just voluntarily shut down for a little while? For 11 days, actually, yeah. Holy shit. And, wow. by, and by the way, for the listeners, they are uh, Brothers Pizzeria. They're here in Houston. Um, probably the closest thing to New York pizza as it gets here in, in Texas. I haven't been all over Texas. I've eaten uh, pizza at a few different cities in Texas. And this one is, you know, if, if you're from New York, I mean, this is probably the closest thing to, to New York pizza. So. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, they closed for uh, 11 days and they opened today and we were probably the first ones in line because I mean, we, we were wanting pizza since the weekend. Right. So um Wow. So yeah, we uh, two pies, cheese and pepperoni, a chicken parm sandwich, uh, some wings, and I, I think I was like literally in a food coma because we talked prior to that. So when we when I talked to you, mm -hmm. uh, I was actually heading out to grab the pizza. Right. And um, and so I'm like, so that's why I told you, you know, some, somewhere between four o'clock. <laughs> and I, I, I shit you not, I had to make me some coffee because I was about to just go to sleep and I don't know if I was going to wake up in time to do this pod. So I, I was literally in a food coma, I think. But That's you awesome. Know, That's awesome. I saw go that, wrong with some pizza. I saw that on Twitter and I'm not going to lie, I was instantaneously a little bit jealous. So that's interesting, though, that they closed – for a couple of days just on their own, right? Like yeah, no judge's order, no nothing, right? So there's a business and it's a small business, right? It's not Very, it's not, yeah. it's not McDonald's or anything like that. And they're they're going out of their way to do what's best for uh you know, their employees and really the city at large, right? Because Houston, Texas in general has seen a tremendous spike. It's gone up quite a bit over the last 2 weeks. And, um, you know, they're, they're trying to do their part. i tell you what, it's a little bit far from where we live. And that makes me kind of want to say, screw it. I'm, I'm going to start going there more often. Right. Yeah. So support, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, that's Absolutely. support. Because at the end, look, at the end of the day, you're one person and I'm one person. And, yeah, we have a podcast and a small platform or whatever. And you can say whatever you want. But really, at the end of the day, what makes what matters? Money, right? It's all at right. the end of the day. That's what matters is money. So 
it's where I choose to spend my money that's going to make a difference. And then you, obviously you'll do the same and hopefully other people will listen to this podcast and we'll start to support Brothers Pizzeria uh, because obviously they care about their people and they care about the community. And, you know, that's, those are the places that we should be frequenting and not, you know, yep. not whatever bar and grill where you've got, you know, packed to the gills with no face coverings and stuff like that. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. And that word of mouth thing, man, it works. You know, like I, obviously I got a whole bunch of running friends. You got a whole bunch of gym friends and we sit around and talk about different stuff. And sometimes, you know, we talk about places to go and places to not go, quite frankly, because of how they behave during these times. So right, it makes complete sense, man. Yeah, look, at the end of the day, the moral of the story is uh, the moral of, of 2020 right now is just wear a damn mask. I mean, it... it you're not going to die from wearing a mask. You're not going to suffocate. You're going to breathe just fine. You may have to speak a little louder. Just wear a damn mask. It's okay. It's, it's not going to hurt anybody. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt anybody. Just wear yeah. a damn mask. I, I agree with you completely. Now, I will say I, I have a hard time with the mask because and I, I don't have a hard time. I had a slightly difficult time with the mask because I'm hard of hearing as it is. So I can't hear shit. So like today I was in the drive-thru at Whataburger. And so, you know, the drive-thru speaker, which already sucks, she was wearing a mask and she was Hispanic. She had an accent. I didn't understand shit. <laughs> I was sitting there going, you know, she'd ask me a question. I'd be like, uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> well, th this is a good time to, you know, use that as, as an excuse to, you know, if you can't hear your wife, call your name and, you know, yelling at you or, you know, bickering and all that, you know, but sorry, I can't, I can't hear. There you go. There you go. Be like, baby, you wearing a mask? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to speak up. I can't hear you without the, with the mask on. So I'm not wearing a exactly. mask. Exactly. <laughs> hey look so i'm wearing a baseball shirt because i was ready to talk baseball but right before we got on this call i saw that the chiefs signed patrick mahomes to a small contract extension that i think is worth talking about yeah i mean peanuts really a few shekels peanuts. i figured we get this little topic out of the way right right 10 years four hundred and. $50 million. The guy is getting damn near half a billion dollars. He's his own. I hope. I, yeah, the economy's doing great, apparently, right? I mean, I got fell out old. contracts. Yeah, the moral of the story is that before the next pandemic, be a Super Bowl winning MVP quarterback. <laughs> That's right. That's Dak Prescott. Are you listening? That's all you got to do is win a Super Bowl. <laughs> Dak's like, hold on. I'm going to wait a couple of years. And when that next pandemic's coming around, booyah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that's an insane contract, man. I mean, I, you know, and it's, 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 it's just going to get bigger every time. Right, like the next, the next contract is just gonna be—it's gonna be bigger than that one. Well, well, here's here's the thing, right? 
and this I, I thought about this as soon as I heard it because I make a lot of comparisons between Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. Both great quarterbacks. Maybe not great yet, but on track to be great. Maybe Patrick Mahomes a little bit further ahead, maybe. Both very young, right? Yeah. So, like, what's going to – I don't know the timeline of Lamar Jackson and Patrick is, – is Lamar Jackson one year after Patrick Mahomes? He is one year behind Patrick Mahomes, yes. In, in terms of draft? So, he's on, he's on that contract, right? He's still on that first contract. If he blows up and wins a Super Bowl this year, is he going to get $451 million? <laughs> I mean – it's Seriously, crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely it is the it is the largest US sports contract ever. Uh <clears throat> the, well it depends on and it depends on how you judge it, right? In terms of sheer numbers, if it all gets paid out, and, and that's a big if in football, it would be the biggest because right. uh part of the contract was guaranteeing the next two years, which the Chiefs had an option on. So when you add those two years to the 10 years 450, it becomes 12 years. $477 million, but, and, and there's a, and there's an injury guarantee because obviously it's not guaranteed in the NFL of 140 million. So if he gets hurt, I don't know how he's going to make ends meet, but um, that's how they get to 470. So it's bigger than Mike Trout's 426. The only difference is Mike Trout will get every red cent of that $426 million, whether he plays or not. Unless he, unless he just says, I don't want to play. But, I mean, if he goes and he gets injured, if he has a life, you know, if he got – if he had a career-ending injury, let's just say. I'm not going to say COVID because that's too close to home. He would still get paid out. So, yeah, I mean, that's a tremendous contract by the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, think about – so it's a, it's a 12-year contract. Right. Think about how old you'll be in 12 years. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to either, but the reality is I'm going to be fucking 50 years old, bro. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, all fun. that's all fun and games, except I'm going to be 61. So that's not <laughs> – your, your number isn't intimidating to me, young man. <laughs> it's intimidating to me when I think about it, but it's like, holy shit. I've been looking at that 50 number for a while now, so – yeah. Sixty doesn't scare me. Sixty, well, that's a different story. Man, what are the chances he 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 plays out that contract? You think he'll play out that contract? Well, yeah. How? That's tough. How he? I, I don't know. That could be many reasons why. I mean, anything can happen. But well, yeah, but but the, I mean, what are the options, right? They trade him. No one's going to trade for that contract, right? He gets injured, which, by the way, can, is possible. He, he's, had, he's had two knee injuries in the last two years where he's missed a few games. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I don't think it, there was anything major. No, it wasn't major, but, you know, he's a mobile quarterback, takes some hits every now and then. You know, injury could happen. but And then three, he quits, which he, he ain't quitting. He ain't quitting now. <laughs> no. His girlfriend or his parents will say, "You take your hobbled ass out there and you try." Yeah, four hundred. Oh my God! On the Speaking of a girlfriend, 
if it, of his girlfriend. Now imagine all her all the screaming she's doing now after getting this contract. You must be thrilled. Oh God. I see. <laughs> and here's the thing: if you're Patrick Mahomes, you have to stay with that chick. Because what are you going to do? Say this, huh? But buy her the most expensive muzzle you can fucking buy. <laughs> no, but my point is this, right? Like, you, if if it's me, I go one of two ways. If this chick is great, then you go ahead and marry her and and just stay with her, right? Because if you want to have a normal family or you know as normal a family as possible, you're not going to find another chick that truly loves you. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. He loves you and your $450 million contract. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, or you go the other route, the Derek Jeter route, right? I'm single. Leave your phone at the door, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Stay single forever. Because you know, it, you'll never we, we find something true. Right, right. Yeah, no, but you know, you, we joke around. It's, it's, it's fun to joke around about it, but when you, if you really think about it, like you have, a, okay, Eric, right? He becomes a major league baseball player, and I hope to God he, become, he becomes one and becomes the fucking paid better than fucking Mike Trout, right? As a dad, right, you got to give him some, some good, good advice, right? Like, don't, if he's on path to becoming, let's say, a Mike Trout, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you got to start a little early and put in some some really good advice into his head, right? And, like, do you really want to get involved with with a chick? Like, how, how can I say this? Like, Right. No, I get because, it. Because, because you don't know what their intentions are. You know what I mean? Like, you really don't. And then Patrick Mahomes gets this – massive contract and 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 then what like you say you're, you're kind of stuck right because like if he gets married he's really stuck if they're just boyfriend and girlfriend right now fucking cut ties but it, once you're married yeah. once you're married it's you know 99% of the shit belongs to her and you get the other 1% you know what I well, mean here's the thing right like so he's better off never marrying her. Right. Because he's got this, con- she knows like she knows what his revenue stream is going to be for the next 12 years. So if he marries her today, he will make that money and she will get half of it. Right. Assuming they're in Texas. Right. I don't know different. I'm sure different States are different, but let's just do Texas, right. Where everything's like 50. Right. Um, she knows his revenue stream. Like when you got married, your wife knew your revenue stream, but your revenue stream didn't have all those zeros on the end. <laughs> not to mention, she, she had a revenue stream that was not as far away from yours, right? Like, right. His well, girlfriend is that, a, that automatically made us compatible. Right. His girlfriend, I'm sure she's a smart gal and maybe she's got a thriving business or something, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say her revenue stream is probably considerably less than his, right? right. I mean, it's, uh Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think it's definitely something that I would, like, really talk to my son about if, 
if I was ever in that position, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, you got to tell them, right? You got to, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Like, you know, one day. I think, well, here's the thing. I think, and this is kind of the thing I've always said with all of my kids, right? Like, even my daughters who don't play sports, but if they won the lottery, right? They've always looked at me as, you know, I'm a numbers guy. I'm a, I'm a money guy. You know, I understand that finance type stuff. And so they've always confided in me and asked me for my advice. And they kind of view me as the expert, right, in the house. And so they've always asked me questions. And both of my daughters have always said, if I win the lottery, you're coming with me, right? Wherever I go to collect the money, to pay taxes, to set, set up you know, trust funds and all that right. you're coming with me because I don't know shit and you do because not, neither one of my daughters went into the finance field. Right. And right. my son, he's, he's obviously younger, but he's kind of the same way. Right. The only difference is, right. He's a boy. And, and so generally boys are like, ah, oh, you know, I can handle it. You know how guys are, right? We don't ask for directions. I don't need directions. I'll figure right. it out. You know, and the other thing too is, right, like when my, you know, we're not rich. So if my son got a contract, even a small contract for, you know, let's say he was the first pick in the draft, right? Which was an $8 million signing bonus. $8 million is a shit ton of money for my son and for our family, you know, for, from our means. Right. He's going to be like, dude, I don't care. I'm getting $8 million right now. If I blow a few million, who cares? I'm going to be playing baseball. I'm going to be in the show in, in two or three years. I'll be making $20 million a year. Who cares? You know, like guys have more yeah. of this kind of optimistic outlook, especially when you're an athlete and you do well, you know? Scary yeah. shit. Yeah, but it's, it's uh, you know, it's – I. You know, I think we just gave some relationship advice. Kind of, kind of proud positive, of myself. The Positive Sports and Relationship Podcast. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Now, here's, here's my one question about that. And, and I know you don't know the answer to this, neither do I, but I'm going to have to look at some. I'm going to look when we get off this podcast, which I probably should have done before the podcast. But anyway, this is a $450 million contract has got to be cap unfriendly for the Chiefs, right? Like, I mean, I don't know what the payout is, but let's just say it's an even payout, right? Which it's probably not, but let's say it's $2 million this year, $25 million next year, and then $45 million every year after that. Sure, the salary cap will go up. So maybe in year 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, it won't be a big deal. But in year three, that first $45 million, that's got to be a tough – that's got to be tough from a cap perspective for the Chiefs. Yeah, I would imagine so. Uh, but we often steal a lot of times – well, a lot, yeah, a lot of times, most of the times with quarterbacks, they restructure their contracts. Yeah. So I don't know what type of – I don't know what, what, what the – you know, what the – the fine print region of that contract is like, but I'm a, I would assume that there's some, there's a, there's some agreement in there regarding restructuring for the sake of, you know, the cap and. Yeah. It is got all that. 
I'm looking up to see how old Patrick Mahomes is. I'm curious. He's he 24, like isn't he? Huh? Uh, I thought he was 24. He's born in 95, so he's going to turn 25 this year. Damn. He's on, the, he's on the hook until he's 37. Poor guy. Wow. That's amazing. That's crazy. So, so yeah, he was the 10th pick in the first round in 2017. So, <clears throat> I'm just curious. So, there were nine teams that saved $450 million. <laughs> Think about it that way. Yeah, that's one way of looking at it. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to look to see when Lamar Jackson went. He was the 32nd pick. He was the last pick of his draft. He was the 32nd pick the following year. Yeah. So he got so Mahomes got drafted in 17. So he played 17, 18, 18, 19, 19, 20. And now he got with two years left. So so technically, Lamar Jackson may have two years left. Surely the, the Ravens three years left instead of two. So he's two years in. He's got three years left. If the if the Ravens, let's say the Ravens wait an extra year and then do an extension, and let's say he's won the Super Bowl twice, whoo, he's gonna get six hundred five hundred million. Six hundred million? Crazy. No. It's amazing. So, Absolutely amazing. So I guess the question is here. Did the Kansas City Chiefs do the right thing by giving him this extension? Regardless of the dollar amount. Well, not regardless of the dollar, but I mean, was was is this the right time, the right length? Is is it is it the right time? I to- mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like I feel like you could like what what is the point of tying him up for 10 years? Like, are you afraid he's gonna go into Look, the only reason you would tie him up for 10 years is because you think he's going to keep getting incrementally better. And right. So why would you do 10 years instead of five? Because you feel like after five years, he's going to be so freaking good. You're not going to be able to afford him, right. For another five years. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's a, it's a cool move, but is it really, was it really necessary? Like how many other teams are going to pay $450 million for him? especially when you already have them under contract for two more years. You could have picked up those options and given them a five-year deal. And then, you know, that would technically be seven years. After five years, do the same thing again if he's still going great. Are there any options on that deal? Do you know? I don't think so. No. No. But, I mean, Eh, who's going to want him at 38? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he's he's. Yeah, I think I think it's safe to say he's he's become the face of the of, of the NFL. He's the, obviously the face of the franchise. You know, the revenue that he brings in, aside from you know the results on on the football field, are I, I would imagine pretty good for the for yeah. the Chiefs uh, for the franchise. Fans love him. I mean, he's he's the, he's a hard guy. He's hard to dislike. Uh, or it's hard to dislike him. Um, I so know, I know. You know look, I mean, might as well lock him up now, and and you, and you figure out the, you know, you 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 figure out the the rest the rest of the contract later on. Like, like I said, I think there's a lot of restructuring uh, lingo 
in, in these contracts, especially for quarterbacks. So I, I think they're not, you know, I don't think they're too worried about it five years. Look, if Patrick Mahomes wins one or two more Super Bowls, the, the, the Chiefs made out. The Chiefs made out, and it's a win-win for both. Really? You would consider, oh, yeah. you would consider seven year, uh, 12 years, $477 million for two Super Bowls? You think that's good enough? I think two or three. Three? Two or three. Yeah. You said one or no, two. I said, I, no, I said hold if on, he wins on. one or two more. Hold on. You said one or two. I took the high end, and now you want to go three. I said at what, one or two. At what point more. is it worth Let me ask you. At what point is it worth it? Because to me, two Super, two Super Bowls is not worth it. Three, if we count the one he's already won, so basically two for the next 12 years, hmm, three, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, if you get four Super Bowls out of the guy, that's worth $470 million to me. So, for the record, we can, the fans could rewind this, and uh, I said one or two more Super Bowls. So, oh, two, two or three in total. Oh, okay, okay, my bad, my bad. So two or three in total. Here's the thing, though. Patrick Mahomes is so good that he's probably going to – the Chiefs are going to be in the playoffs and, you know, win a couple games in the playoffs every year for the next five, six, seven years, if I had to guess. Yeah. If I had to guess. Hurt. So if he got them two or three Super Bowls, it's it's a total win. It's a total win because again the 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 winnings for the franchise is 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 going to be made up for in other areas, jersey sales, merchandise, uh, just a bunch of other stuff, you yeah, know. So is all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So I think I think that would be a win-win. I'll tell you what, if if Lamar Jackson kind of fizzles, or let's say Lamar Jackson doesn't get any better, the AFC will be Patrick Mahomes' playground for quite possibly 10 years. Uh, there's no telling who's coming up, right, who's coming out of college. But, I mean, he, he, could, he could rule the AFC with an iron fist for a long, long time. Unless one of these quarterbacks that got drafted this year, you know, like a Tua or – or someone like that becomes a, a, an immediate superstar. But, I mean, Patrick Mahomes really could rule. The, the Kansas City Chiefs could very well become must-watch TV. They could very well become America's team, for lack of a better word, if, if, if no other rival presents itself in the next two or three years, right? If Lamar Jackson and the Ravens kind of stall where they are, for the next two or three years, I mean, and the Chiefs could literally run that shit. How old is Andy Reid? He's he's got to be 60, sixty, sixty-three, in the sixties, right? Yeah, yeah. I bet you that guy doesn't want to quit now. No, he probably he he feels rejuvenated, man. Yeah, he's probably like, uh, I'm never leaving this job. I mean, look, you got to look at it like this, too. I understand it's a, it's a 12-year contract. Uh, again, I, I would guess until Mahomes is 30 that he's going to be still really good. 
Like, right? He's not. He's not gonna. He's twenty five. He didn't peak. Like, he's not gonna. He's not on a on a decline. Right? His production is probably not declining. Right? It's probably on the incline. Peak is probably still two, three, four years away. Right. So, you know, if if we compare, if if we compare to what the Patriots were fifteen, twenty years ago when they first found and struck gold with Tom Brady, you know. Um, they got pretty lucky. The Patriots did, like, right to to find him that late in 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 the draft. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs, the the Chiefs right now know what they got. You know what I mean? They have a Super Bowl winning quarterback or two time Pro Bowler, all all Pro player, uh, Rookie of the Year. I think it was Rookie of the Year, but I mean, you you have a superstar, right? Everybody wants to see this guy now, right? And so. Um, you know, you just you you have to you kind of have to lock him up. You kind of yeah. do, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we could be seeing the beginning of a twenty-year run. Twenty maybe is too much, but you know, a good twelve-year run, just like the yeah. Patriots had, right? The Patriots. When did the Patriots win the first their first Super Bowl? Oh three. Oh no. Oh one. Oh one. God, has it been that long? Oh one or oh two? Wait, the Ravens? Yeah, yeah. Oh one, and then they went back in oh three and oh four, right? So the last they won Super Bowl thirty six. Holy shit, we're up to like fifty three, aren't we? Yeah. Oh my god. So shit, yeah. So oh two. Oh two? Oh one. Oh one. Hold on. Yeah, but it was the Super Bowl was played in O two. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah, we're old. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine? Dude, all of a sudden Tom Brady's six Super Bowl rings doesn't look that crazy. Yeah? Right. Yeah. If you if you think of well, actually it is. It I think that's crazy. In football, in football, absolutely, it because it's very hard to win a Super Bowl. In football, so six in seventeen years is fucking nuts to me. It is nineteen years. Nineteen years. Right. I, I think that's crazy. 19, 19, whatever. Still, one every three years. That's tough in football, bro. I think yeah. so. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I completely agree. I mean, what the Patriots have done in the past twenty years is is amazing. Yeah, it's 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 mind blowing. I wonder if Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to make the AFC West boring, like the Patriots have made the AF, the AFC East. I say East. I wonder if the Chiefs will make the AFC West boring, like the Patriots made the AFC East. I think that's a valid question. I'm going to say no because the guys running those AFC team, AFC West teams, you know, like the GMs and the owners, are not half as bad as the Jets owners uh, and GM and, and, the, and the, the Dolphins front office. And the Bills. I mean, now the Bills are better. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They, they, the they, they were bad for a while. But, but I don't think the they were as bad. I don't think they were as bad as the Dolphins and, and Jets. Like, if you had to rank the front offices, you probably rank them, right? Patriots, Bills. That's it. <laughs> yeah, but think about it, bro. Like, look at what's going on in Denver. They still don't have a quarterback. 
they fucking they've putzed around with Flacco and Paxton and they still don't know what they're doing on the offensive side of the ball since Peyton Manning left, right? Yeah. Look at the Raiders. Yeah, that's true. Look at the Chargers. Hanging yeah, the Chargers. on to Phillip Rivers, who you know needed a cane and an eight-child stroller to get to the games. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think we're going to see the same thing. I think we're going to see the same thing in the West that we saw in the East. It's very possible. Very possible. Anyway, well, good for Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to go ahead and DM him and see if he can send me a few shekels. Since you're wearing a Mets uh, shirt or jersey, whatever you want to call it, yes. you call that a shirt or a jersey? I call it a jersey because I think it's a. I think technically it's a practice jersey. Like a pre- Okay, fair enough. I I I I call it a jersey too. I just called it a shirt, but I do like to call it a jersey. Yeah, you were wrong when you called it a shirt. I was wrong. Yeah, but. I'll say this. I'll leave on this note. I think Patrick Mahomes is the mystery bidder to buy the Mets. Well, God knows he's got the money now. (laughs) (laughs) Just shows up with his contract and go, here you go. Just make sure you take the taxes out of it. That's right. (laughs) That's all. That doesn't get it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So we're getting closer and closer I think we're getting closer to a baseball season happening. Um, I don't know, man. It is – it's looking – it's – this is the weirdest year ever, right? I mean, it already has been. And That's just, an understatement. Yeah, and just the way we're getting to the start of the baseball season seems to be weirder than ever before. Um, there's a lot of guys – there's a lot of positive tests. There's a lot of guys saying that for health and safety reasons, they will not participate. And, you know, you know, there's a lot of teams in in places that are real hot spots, right? Like here in Texas, we've had a spike. Arizona's had a spike. Florida has had a spike. New York has been, you know, leading the country in COVID cases throughout this whole thing. They've got teams. Um, do you? I guess my first question is: Do you think we're going to have a season? I, I texted you, you and Jay the other day over the weekend. I was like, "Man, what, you know, I think I thought as bigger names come out, and you know, not only are players like Freddie Freeman right testing positive, players opting out. There's players that are still very." Um, they're not sure if they want to play, you know, like they, they're not sure how, I think, I think what I saw today was like testing. It has been the, you know, the big question, like there's uh, the A's or, or, and, or another team that they said they're going to be tested every day or every other day. And some teams, Oh, Chris Bryant, Chris Bryant, third baseman of the Cubs said, we haven't been tested since like last week. And I think the deal was they're going to be tested every day. And, you know, these results take time to, to come back, right? So you kind of run into that issue now, right? Now the players start to 
to become a little worrisome, right? Like, hold on, you guys promised this, right? In the agreement and you're not doing it. So, well, what's the deal? So this is, you know, this is kind of where it becomes messy again, you know? Yeah, Don't you know. You think? Like, yeah, like, that's pretty yeah. messy. If you're Major League Baseball and you agree to something, right? And then the players agree to something, I'm sure, you know, Major League Baseball and the owners expect the players to hold up their end of the deal. And I'm sure the players expect them to also hold up the end of the end of their deal. And if one of the one of the the the, the, the main things to, to sign in this thing off was, hey, we're being tested every day. Then I think, come on, you owe it to 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 baseball, to the fans, to the players, to their families to test these guys every day. Yeah. It, and. And that's why I ask you about baseball and not basketball and hockey, because the baseball union is in baseball. It's a partnership of bickering spouses, right? Yeah. In the other sports, it's more of a parent child relationship, right? Where the owners and the league are kind of the parents and the players are the children and yeah, they, they, you know, there's some resistance back and forth, but at the end of the day, they do what the parents say, right? Uh, or the parents have more authority, I guess. In baseball, they're equal, right? But they are always at odds and they're always right. fighting over a dollar here or there. And so it does make me very nervous as I hear of cases popping up. It makes me nervous that at some point, you know, the players are just going to be like, no, we're not doing it. We're out. And my thought is you can't have that, right? Like that would be the worst case scenario. I think I, I don't know. I think they play, I think they play the season. You know, they have a, every team has a 60 man player pool. And, I, you know, they, they, they did it for this reason. I mean, we knew cases were going to pop up. This was right inevitable it was it was gonna happen it's gonna continue happening um so you know there's a reason why they every team has a 60-man pool and uh you know are all are 50 guys gonna drop off i doubt it on a team you know so you just you bring in the next it's gonna be next man up like literally you know what i mean so i think we end up having a season after 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 i sent out that tweet i'm like you know what they're they have a 60 man pool, right? Like there's, and, and also if you happen to run through that pool and you need some players, this would be a perfect time to call up some other minor leaguers that don't have jobs that right. got or, or just furloughed or whatever. Right. I mean, call them up. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, they're there. So, well, and the other thing too is remember getting COVID doesn't mean you're done for the season. Right. You're done for probably two weeks, at least maybe three so it's really not much different than someone going on the – is it the IL now? It's the IL, the COVID IL. The COVID-IL. The COVID. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. If a player tests positive a week, two weeks, three weeks into the season, we very well may not see them. It doesn't matter if they're eligible in two weeks. We, they may not want to take that chance, you know? Even players right now that test positive, they may, if, they, may they may be a little scared to, to come back and say, you know what, I, I need to go rest up. You know, like I heard Freddie Freeman 
sounds really bad, you know, according to his wife and, and a couple of players on the Braves. So if he's if he sounds bad, if he's breathing hard and he's got a really high fever, I mean, he may not want to may say again. screw it. Let me. I just want to stay home and 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 relax and and recover. You know. Right, but 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 you're also going to have cases like. For example, Jimmy Johnson in NASCAR, he tested positive for COVID. And they did an interview with him over the weekend. He tested positive, I think, on Thursday. So they pulled him from the race on Sunday. Uh, they did an interview with him on Sunday. He sounded great. He was in great spirits. He was he sounded healthy as can be. You know, he, he said he's not really showing any symptoms. And so he's going to be back in two weeks. I would, I would assume that there's going to be a lot of players like that. And also, like, once you – once you test positive, can you get it again? Actually, it's funny you say that because I just read the tweet uh, right before this. Joey Gallo of the Rangers tested positive, negative, and then positive. So now they don't know if they don't know if it's like a mishap in the in the in 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 the testing kit. Or if or or if it's true, you you. So I have no idea. I don't know, and I don't know what's happening with that. But I have I don't know if you can get it twice or not. I, Bro, I don't know. If, you, if you can get this thing over and over again, we're 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 gonna be like this forever. Uh, yeah. See you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never see you in person. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's it's really nuts. I don't know. I. Um, I think I think they'll play. I think they'll play out the season. Um, I was thinking too. I'm like, what if there's do- uh, like rain delays and stuff like that during this? Like, what if New York has you know a week straight full of rain and thunderstorms and all that shit? Are they gonna make up those games? Because there's there's 60 games in 66 days. Yeah, and there's not a whole lot of off days to try to find makeup days, right? Right, like like what happens if that happens towards the end of the season, right? Oh my god! And you have to cancel, and, and you don't play three or four games. Like, are they going to extend the season for them, or like this makes me want to go back to college and be like a planning logistics major? You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Yeah. It's got to be fascinating to sit in the operations group of MLB and figure all this shit out. It's got to be absolutely fa- fascinating to hear the conversations. I agree with you. I think there will be a season. I think the only chance that the season does not happen or that it gets stopped at some point is if there's a massive outbreak on one team, right? Like if 25 guys get it on the – Cleveland Indians, God forbid, right? Because it would mess with the competitive balance, I think at that point they may stop the season. Don't call them the Indians, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I meant the Angels. The Los Angeles, California, Anaheim Angels. Are they? Is Anaheim in Los Angeles or Los Angeles in Anaheim? They're both in California, sir. <laughs> Geography 101. I got it. Uh, no, because you got it. You know, you got to. I would think California is definitely last, right? So would it be Los Angeles, Anaheim, California Angels? Well, no, it's Los Angeles of Anaheim of California Angels. 
or in Spanish, Los Angeles de Anaheim de California. <laughs> Seriously, how many freaking cities are they going to have in one <laughs> in one name, right? You Look, know what? You know, wait, oh, hold on. The, the Angels might be the only team that were ever named. They were named the California Angels, the Anaheim Angels, and the Los Angeles Angels. Yeah. They're, they're the only team... With three city name, with three names of their location, and they never moved. It's not like the Rams, right? <laughs> From L.A. to St. Louis, back to L.A. That's nuts. Yeah, that is nuts. That's that's crazy. Yeah, look, I, I hope that there's not a massive outbreak. If there's a massive outbreak, and you know what, I don't understand. I don't understand how it is that they went back to playing in Europe. Like all the soccer leagues are playing in Europe and everything's fine. How did they, how did they do it? And I remember when the German league started back in the middle of May, I think it was the first few games, they were actually going to reprimand one team because they didn't practice social distancing during a goal celebration. Shit, now they're hugging and kissing each other. They're singing Kumbaya, dancing, holding hands and, <laughs> You know, it's like no big deal now. <clears throat> they they don't do the elbow bump anymore. They did it. In the right. first, now it's like, oh, yeah, they hug. There's some, <laughs> I've seen a couple instances of guys taking his shirt off and twirling it around on a big goal. Like, so how is it that it's working in Europe but not here? I don't understand that. They they uh they listen to protocol a little better than us Americans have. Maybe it's protocol. Yeah, maybe it's just in in general, right? Like I I wonder if they wear masks all the time, and that's why they don't have a problem. Well, I mean, I think their their numbers have been steadily going down, while ours have been increasing. And that's number one. And number two, I think, you know, Italy, right? Uh, they they had a real like tough stay at home order you know what i mean like they couldn't they couldn't leave their freaking counties mm -hmm. you know what i mean so they were a little more stricter i think and the, the people listened and you know unfortunately i don't think the u.s did the same so i think that's why we're at where we're at it's crazy it's absolutely crazy oh. it feels like we say that every week it, because because i mean it is crazy Every week, it's still crazy. That's right. So, yeah, man. Let's hope for some uh, some baseball. Uh, hope for some basketball. We'll and see and what I happens. What, like, I, I know you've been a bit of a Debbie Downer on the season. Oh, it's only 60 games. Oh, no fans. I'm not going to watch this, that, the other thing. I'm telling you, man, once the games start, you're going to be all in. Because I, I, it's, it's, it's gotten to the point now where – we miss it so much that, like, for me, and I think this is probably true of most people, I'll take 60%. I don't care. You know, give me, give me a product that I know can't go into extra innings. It can end up tied. I know there's only going to be, uh, you know, 40% of the games. I, I don't, there's not going to be any noise. I don't care. At this point, I don't care. If if they could if they could guarantee me heck if they, if they put high school baseball on TV I would watch it because at this point now I'm just I'm just desperate 
You know, like I'm, I gotta have some sports. It's driving me fucking insane. Did you, you know what was on ESPN last night? Please don't say cornhole. Well, that's one thing that's on all the time that's terrible. Yes. Worse than that, though, they were showing a three-hour, three-hour concert from 2018. Bro. What, what kind of concert? Music. The Eagles. The Eagles? Okay. I don't, I don't know who they are. They're an old rock band. And they played, I guess, for like a week at the Forum in L.A. in 2018. They were showing that last night. How desperate has ESPN gotten? That's pretty bad. They couldn't find another, like, a classic game out there to show. They had to put on the concert. Yeah, they've stopped showing showing classic games. They've given up on that. I still think that's the best way to go. Oh, I've been watching tons of uh, uh, MLB Network. I mean, I've watched. I saw the uh, 1985-19 in-in game between the uh, Braves and the Mets. I mean, I got you. Got you. Got to go back and see that the puddles of water of rain in that game are ridiculous. Uh, I got sucked into Game Six of the 2011 World Series between the Rangers and the Cardinals. Classic, that was a great game. That was. Do you remember the MVP of that uh, of that World Series? Huh? Do you remember the MVP of that World Series? Uh, it's that it's that guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> it wasn't a girl. It was a guy. Yeah. Uh, the the third baseman. Yeah. Is it Freeze? Freeze. Yeah, David Freeze. I was gonna say Tom. <laughs> I'm glad you. Um, I'm glad I, I just said Freeze. <laughs> you could have said Bio. <laughs> bio Freeze. My man, Biofreeze was the MVP. That was a fantastic series. That was a great series in general. Yeah, that was. So, see, if you're watching all those classic games, I'm telling you, bro, when it comes time, when they show you real games, and here's the thing, the one advantage about it being 60 games, every game counts, right? It'll be like the NFL. Every game counts. Like, if you lose four in a row, you could be fucked. You could be fucked. Well, well, that's that's why I said all these games, these sixty games are going to be, you know, crucial. Like they're gonna, they're really gonna matter every single one of them because number one, you're playing against nothing but inner, you know, within your division. Yeah. And you know, and then you're playing your your the, the opposite division, right? Of your east, west, central, and so you know, you got some rivalries there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Oh yeah. These these sixty games are gonna be fucking and like they're really gonna be like playoff baseball. Well, if you if you do the math right, sixty games out of one sixty, each game is really like the equivalent of two point six games during a full season. So right. so yeah. every game every every game is almost like a series, an entire yeah. series, in the right. old way. Pre twenty twenty, right, right, COVID, right. back in the old right. days when they had back in the old days when they had one hundred and sixty two games in a season. Back in the old days when I used to drive to work, <laughs> dude. I I think it was uh, I think it was yesterday. I did not leave the house all day. I, I went for a run at one point, 
but it was one of those things where I decided to run from the house. So I literally, you know, put my headphones on, started my watch, ran out the door, ran away for a couple miles and came back. I literally did not leave the house all day. I just sat around, watched NASCAR, drank beer, uh, watched golf, watched some old baseball. I mean, I just sat around and did nothing because I knew I had today off. So I was like, eh. I haven't left the house since like March 16th. <laughs> That's not true. You've left the house. When I say I have, when I say I didn't leave the house, I did not leave the house. I didn't go pick up. I didn't, I didn't go pick up Whataburger or anything. It feels like I have not left the house, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's terrible, man. It's driving me absolutely nuts. You know, yeah. July 4th kind of came and went. It was like every day is like, it's like Groundhog Day. Every day you're in the same place. You know, just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. If, uh, if you don't have uh, the mentality uh, built up by now to, you know, to put mind over matter, it's tough, bro. It really is. I do, I do think that, the, that it's good in this instance that, and I think you're the same way, we're both relatively homebodies. We like being at home. But there's a lot of people out there that are not like us, right? There's a lot of people out there that like to be on the go. And by on the go, I don't mean like washing dishes and vacuuming at home. I mean out, going to do this, that, or the other thing. Those people must be going stir crazy if they're following, you know, if they're following protocol and just pretty much staying at home. They must be going absolutely nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. So anyway, you got anything? Anyway. Nah, that's it for this one, bro. Now we, can go, we can go ahead and wrap this puppy up. As always, folks, you can catch our podcast on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, if I left something out, I'm sure you can find it. We're out there on most uh, most of your podcast platforms, so you can check us out, the Positive Sports Podcast. Whenever you do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, smash the like button. Heck, smash the dislike button. I don't care. <laughs> It's not my. It's not. It's not going to hurt my feelings. Alex, yeah, may start tell me crying. how much you hate me. Yeah, Alex might start crying eventually, but you know, whatever. That's on him. Um, if you want to get a hold of us on the show, you can email the show positive sports ten at gmail.com. Positive sports one zero at gmail.com. If they want to get a hold of Alex, how do they do that? On Twitter at Brooklyn Gaucho one. Excellent. And if you want to get a hold of me on Twitter, you can do so. If you want to get a hold of me, you can do so on Twitter as well at emontana21. Share your running stories with me, your quarantine life stories with me, your baseball fantasies. Uh, only baseball fantasies. I don't want to hear anything else. Uh, <laughs> whatever you want, uh, hit me up and we can and we can chop it up for a bit. It's always a good time. Uh, and with that, we've come to the end of another wonderful episode, my friend. As always, brother, it's good talking to you. It's good having you on the show. It's good uh, catching up a little bit, and we will do this again next week. As always, folks, ignore the negativity. Be the positivity. Peace.